If you're wholesaling houses and you've thought about flipping houses, this episode's for you. Even if you are already started flipping some of your own houses as a wholesaler, then I wanted to share with you all of the lessons that we've learned as we transition from wholesaling houses to flipping houses. And I'm gonna share with you the biggest secret to go from wholesaling houses to flipping houses with no money. We made a massive mistake when we made this shift and we are still paying for it today. And I'm gonna share with you what that mistake is so hopefully you don't do it as well. So with that being said, let's get into the show. So the question is always the same. How do I get into real estate investing if I have no money? How do I find deals? How do I negotiate deals? How do I find contractors and manage rehabs? How do I get the money to even buy these houses, to hold these houses? How does a rental work? How do you manage a rental? How do you manage tenants? How do you borrow money? How do you borrow money with almost no interest? How are all these things done and how are they done the right way? Well, I am John Barbera, and this is an investor's journey where we share with you how to invest in real estate the right way and how to get into it with no money, how to do this with real tactics that are working today in the market that we're in right now with things that we are personally doing. So welcome to the show. This market is just nuts, right? I mean, we've seen it. It's there's almost I feel like a lot of wholesalers and investors feel like there's just no way they can go wrong. Doesn't matter if you didn't calculate your repairs right, doesn't matter if you didn't contract it right. Within a month, everything went up and now all of a sudden you look like a genius. Um because of this, the amount of easy money that there is out there, I mean, I'm seeing investors that have no experience flipping houses getting loans from private individuals for the full amount of the purchase and the rehab. Here's all the money. Go flip the house. Good luck. You know, hopefully I get my money back. And what that is doing is making a lot of wholesalers feel like they can do this now. They should do this now. They should make this transition right now. And I'm not saying you're wrong, right? That's a natural progression. I mean, as a wholesaler, that's your natural progression. You want to actually become an investor. But there's so many traps within this that makes it seem like you know enough, even though you don't. So I'm John Barbera with An Investor's Journey, bringing you real tips and strategies from our personal experience, from our personal business, how we've grown everything. And in this channel, we want to share everything with you. We want to show you how to do it so you can invest in real estate the right way. You can start and scale your real estate investment business the right way. So if you're new and you found value, please consider subscribing as it helps us get the word out. And make sure you stick to the end as I'm gonna give you a huge resource that you can use to be able to make this transition a lot smoother. The first thing I wanted to cover, the big idea I wanted to share with you is what is the mindset that most people wholesaling houses must have in order to become very good at flipping houses? And The first thing here that you want to make sure you have is that you want to become a real estate investor. What does that mean? Is that you want to get the knowledge. As if you want to become a real estate investor, you're seeking the knowledge to become one, right? You're seeking the knowledge on what does a deal look like? You know, what what does the strategy look like? What does the market look like? What do I get my contractors? What do I get everything? Like everything that has to do with real estate, title, attorneys, contracts, everything. If you want to be a real real estate investor, 
and not just a wholesaler, then your thirst has to be for knowledge, especially as a wholesaler. That's why I love people starting as wholesalers because as a wholesaler, you get everything in such a condensed amount of time. As a wholesaler, you're doing so much marketing. You're doing, you're speaking to so many sellers. You're speaking to so many buyers. You're all over town. So you get, you, you get all of that knowledge in the course of one year, or it depends how much you hustle. But in the course of one year, you learn a lot about real estate. And I think it's extremely valuable. It's helped us tremendously, but you got to be seeking the knowledge. Another important area of, of mindset that you got to have is that you want to grow a business that can take care of your lifestyle. So you want to have a business that can actually provide consistent revenue for the lifestyle that you want to generate. A lot of people want to, you know, work from beaches and take off whenever they want and go on vacations. This is great, but you're not going to have any of that if you don't have systems in place. All right. So you need to think systematically about everything that you do. Every step that you take, everything needs to be a system. So you got to think about if you don't, if you're not thinking about that, I want this business to grow to a point where I, it can keep making money, even if I'm working or not working, then you're not, you don't, you're not in the right mindset. You're not going to make the right decisions. Another mindset that is very crucial is that you actually want to get to a point where you're doing less and making more money. So this pay, this is different than systems because what this means is that you got to be okay and you got to accept that you need people. All right. You, the only way that you're ever going to make more money is by bringing more people on. So then, then you can get paid off of all of their time and effort. And it goes kind of the saying that I've always loved. Uh, I, I can't recall who said it, but it was, do you want to have a hundred percent of a grape? or 50% of a watermelon, right? So it's kind of that concept of, yes, you're taking a smaller cut, but you're taking a smaller cut of a ton of pies, right? I, I must be hungry talking about all this food. Um, but you know, you're taking a, a small chunk of all of these that ends up making more, and all, this small chunk that you're taking actually doesn't require that much of your time and effort. If you did the systems part right, then a lot of this, you know, chunks that you're taking, it's just simply because the systems that you have that are plugged in are making you money. That's all it is. Now you have money coming in from stuff that you don't have to physically be doing. So what does that mean? Is that you do less, but you are making more money because you're getting more other streams of revenue and income and people bringing you money. So don't think so small because this is a trap so many wholesalers get into and they can't get out of it is well, why am I going to partner? Why am I going to work with you if I can get 100% of it myself? Yeah, you can get 100% of one deal. But that one deal doesn't mean that, that it's going to be a home run deal, right? It's one deal. Now, if you get a percentage of 20 deals, because now you've leveraged your network and you got the right people, you can hit some of those deals. Could be huge home runs and you're getting a slice of that. But you're opening your chances of doing that because you're getting you're able to do more volume. So I hope that resonates. I hope that that sticks with you. So what's the biggest mistake that we made that we're still paying for today is that you actually cannot do both. You cannot be wholesaling houses and flipping houses. And they both work. 
it won't happen. All right. When you do that, you're going to stop wholesaling houses and you're going to be in a lot of trouble and you can't do both. You can't be wholesaling houses and not managing your flips because then your flips are going to get hurt. So what I want to share with you now is pretty much the lesson that we learned and how it is that you, why it is that you need to make sure that neither one of them actually suffers. So why is it that you don't want to stop wholesaling houses, even though you want to get into flipping houses? One, predictable income. You've been doing this. You generate your leads, you wholesale them, you do whatever. That's consistent income that you should be able to count on. And flipping houses is not. Because until you get the systems for that going, you may get a flip here, you may get a flip there, you have a problem on one, and all of a sudden you were making 40 grand, and you went down to making barely 15 over the course of six months. You're, you're not making anything at that point. Uh, so there's so many issues. And by keeping the wholesale business going, you have that predictable income that doesn't choke you like, holy crap, I'm out of money. And then reason number two, and this is by far the biggest one, is that is your lead funnel for your flips, for your rentals. That's your lead funnel. You already built it. Why neglect it? That is something that I see so many, and this is why I did a, a recent episode on how to buy from wholesalers, because I've, I have so many friends that are fix and flip investors. You know, they've been flipping houses for years. They're buy and hold investors and all this. And as soon as the pandemic hit and the market shift, all of a sudden they have no more deal flow. They have no more properties. And they're like, I don't know what the hell to do. I haven't flipped a property in months. I don't have anything in the pipeline. I, you know, where do I go? What do I do? And it's because they never had a lead funnel of their own. That ends up protecting your ass substantially as you get into flipping houses. You can start cherry picking the ones that you want to keep as a flip and then wholesale the rest or list them or sell them. Do whatever the hell you want to do. You have options. But when you are not generating your own leads, you don't have options. And now you're competing with every other buyer out there and their buyers that are, are outbidding us by 30, 40 grand on a purchase. And when our profit was probably 25 grand, What's their secret? I don't know, but you know, they're able to outbid us. So if, but if we're generating our own leads now, there's, there's no middleman. There's no wholesaler in the middle. There's no agent fees. There's nobody else. It's just me and the seller. I agree to a price. I'm the one buying it. I'm the one closing on it. Everything gets so much easier, so much better for you. So if you're getting value and you're enjoying what you're hearing, make sure you hit that thumbs up as it helps us understand what it is that you guys like to listen to. So let's get into the nuts and bolts real quick of how to actually go from wholesaling houses to flipping houses with no money and how to put it all together correctly. So the getting into flipping houses with no money goes back to the mindset. If you build your resources, you build your knowledge correctly, you don't ever spend a dime. We control, I think it's over over $5 million worth of real estate right now without a, a penny of, from our own pocket. You understand? Like we don't put our money into any of our deals. We don't need to. We've built so much reputation, so much credibility, so much, you know, relationships with our money lenders that we can borrow money. We can do so many creative things 
And none of it comes from our, I mean, we came from being broke. All right. In debt. Like we had no option. I didn't come from a W2 job or had savings or an investment account. I mean, I dropped out of high school. You know, I grew up in construction. Like I, I had no savings. I had nothing. Yet now we can make million dollar deals and it doesn't come out of my pocket. You understand? Because I invested in that knowledge. So that's how you can actually leverage your connections, your network, your, your people, everybody you're coming across to start flipping houses with no money. The next thing, like I said before, you want to build your systems. So what systems do you need to build? Well, first, you need to build your marketing funnels, right? What does this mean is that you got to come up with a way that you're going to determine what list you're going to be marketing to. You know, what's that avenue that you're going to be getting leads from? Whatever that is, it could be online, it could be cold calling, it could be direct mail, whatever it is. But you got to figure out, it's like, hey, when we need the source, we need to figure out who we're going to be targeting, how, who are we going to be, you know, going after so we can get some leads in. You got to put a process together for that. That might mean that I sit down and I start brainstorming ideas. What's working? Maybe that means like what I personally do is I network a lot. So I'm networking with wholesalers. I'm networking with other people. Where'd you get that deal? Where'd you get this deal? Where'd you get that? Where'd you do this? What, what's your result with this? I'm networking. So I'm trying to see what's, what's happening in the market. What's working, what's not working. And then based on all that is when I start compiling my data and I'm like, okay, so this, this is working. So let me focus on this list and let me focus on this avenue of marketing. And that way I can just plug it into my system and it goes. So that's your marketing. And then how does that marketing funnel play out? So are you, let's say in my regards, right? We do SMS and cold calls primarily. It works very well for us. So, okay, well, an SMS, we get interested. What's the next step from that? Who gets notified? You know, what, what are we doing? How are we setting up appointment? How are we following up? When do you follow up? How many times do you follow up? What happens after that many times? If you didn't follow, you know, if you followed up and you still haven't gotten anything, what do you do then? What's the next course of action? Do you put them back into the cycle? Do you hit them from a different angle? What happens then? So you got to think through that whole funnel, that whole funnel, like just every little step. How do I get to this next level? Right? So how do I get from here to here, 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 like, Who's getting control of that? What is their jobs? What is their responsibilities? Think through the funnels all the way up until who's going to see the property. Do we need to see the property? If not, how do I verify the conditions? Everything. Think through the whole process. How do you sell it? How are you finding your buyers? Do you do what other, what very shitty wholesalers do and just blast it out and, you know, the first retarded buy it gets it? Or do you do what a smart wholesaler does and has a network of buyers that they know they build relationships with and they're going to say, if I get a deal in this area that meets this criteria, I'm calling John for that deal because I know that John will close every time or I'm calling, you know, Ashley for that deal because she always comes through. So that's the right way. Going back to mindset, you want to control your buyers list that way, but still figure that out. What does all of that look documented, laid out on a flow chart. That's what helps me. I have a whiteboard. I lay it out on a flow chart and then I go tweaking. All right. You, because even if you say, look, John, I don't have a system. Okay. Neither did I. 
But yet what I did is I started, I came up with a very basic system, right? I think it had like six boxes. From then, right now, my system looks like 57 boxes, I think, last time I counted, right? Because I started seeing, oh, shit, you know, actually here, instead of going here, there's like two more steps before we go there. So, but I'm documenting, I'm tweaking, I'm expanding. That system is what's going to allow you to scale it, all right? And going back to the mistake that we made, we never, we went from wholesaling and then we jumped right over to flipping. And we just left the wholesaling side. We left the lead gen side. And then it got to a point where now we needed to implement lead gen again. And we're starting from zero. Where I could have had this system built out already. And we would have never had to start from zero. We'd probably be a lot further along in our business if I would have never stopped that. Generating leads is the number one job of any real estate investor. You need leads. Another area from going from wholesaling houses to flipping houses is your team. You need to hire a team. Hire a team, okay? Don't be cheap and say, you know, oh, I'm going to get commission only and all this because the reason with that, the problem with that is it becomes very uh, difficult to keep them. It becomes very difficult to train them. I want you to think systematically. So once you build out your marketing system and everything, you're going to actually see that a lot of it could most likely be handled by a virtual assistant. You can get VAs from the Philippines from all over. You're paying them four or $5 an hour, and they are able to more than do the job that you need. Managing your marketing, managing your funnels, updating your CRM, tagging the right people, notifying the right people. Some of them are even great at making some calls. They may not be great negotiators because they don't have the, you know, the the, the mannerisms and everything that we use in the States. So sometimes there, <laughs> there's a lot of things that they just don't read between the lines. Like, they're, you know, I've had sellers, I'm listening to the call, that they're being just dicks to uh, to my VA. And my VA is like, Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, that's great. That's great to know. Okay. And I'm like, no, no, he's blowing you off. <laughs> you know, he's telling you pretty much to go F yourself, uh, but they don't, they don't catch that. So that being said, it doesn't mean that they're not good for about 80% of it. So again, you got to think systems. So it's like, okay, maybe they're not great for a hundred percent of this, but if they're good for 80, 70%, great. That's a large percentage right there. Maybe that's the percentage that they take off your hands and you focus on the remainder. You focus on those harder ones, you know, and maybe they can knock out all the easy ones. That's what we do. So you find through your system, where is this whole system? Can I plug somebody in right here? Can I plug somebody in right there? And then next thing you know, you're going to realize that you don't need you know, these massive uh, knowledge-based people that they can handle the whole thing. You actually need a few well-placed strategic people. And then all of a sudden, a lot of that becomes automated for you. So you got to think about when you're thinking about hiring, you got to think about, you got to bring them in-house. They got to work for you. So then that way you can see their time, control everything, make sure they're not being sidetracked by other things. And then think about your system. Who are you plugging into each area of your business? And then you got to worry about creating the training system and managing these people. So again, another mistake I made is I didn't purposely schedule training sessions with all of my team. It was more of like, 
all right, I hire you. Hey, here's, you know, some initial instructions and kind of let me know what doesn't make sense. And we'll go addressing it as we go. That's not a good way to do it. <laughs> the better way to do it is you say, hey, every every day in the morning, we're going to do a 15 minute call. We're going to go over the system. We're going to go over everything just so it goes sinking in. Right. And answer any questions. Then every afternoon before you clock out, same thing. We'll go over another 15, 20 minute call, however long is necessary. And we go over the systems. You, the reason you want to do this is one, they become so much better at their job and you're going to be astonished by the results you get from them. But the other thing is because that dialogue helps you understand your systems even better, you know, and then it helps you understand what tweaks do you need to make? What other hires do you need to make? Is this person even a right fit? Do I need to get rid of them? And the only way you're going to do that is by being able to be hands-on managing your team eventually you'll be able to hire somebody or have one of them step up to that role and you step back. So then you just manage them. They manage everybody else. And that's kind of like how the hierarchy of businesses go, right? First it's you wearing all the hats. Then you hire somebody else. You manage them. Then you hire some, you know, they hire people and then they hire people and then they hire people. And then you're just managing one or a few people. They manage everybody else underneath them. So that's kind of what you got to think about as you're building the pyramid. So here's a bonus that I promise you. If you want a list of all the resources I use to run our marketing, to do everything that we do, all the books that I've looked at, read, to learn the mindset and get everything, make sure you text SYSTEMS to 210-794-9898 and you will get a list of everything that I've used all the links, everything, and any promo codes that I have available that you can get massive discounts on a lot of these services. So make sure you text SYSTEMS, SYSTEMS to 210-794-9898. Now that you have everything, you can actually start flipping. Now you have your wholesaling business is up and running, generating leads, it's managing, you're good, you're, you're, you know, you, it's on a roll. It's just spitting out deals consistently. So you have that going. Now you can take the time to go and take on a project and focus on the project and do the same process that you did with wholesaling houses when you're flipping houses. Knowledge, partner with people, learn from them, source materials, go to the job sites, meet the contractors, talk to the contractors, see what it actually takes to do certain jobs, get ingrained in it so you learn it, you know, as much as possible and it becomes second nature to you because that's how you're going to be able to start building out the systems to automating flipping houses as much as possible and we're also going to be covering that as well in future episodes so make sure you're subscribing <laughs> and also uh you can just click up here in the description there's a, a playlist that i actually have on how to start flipping houses and we cover everything from managing contractors to scopes of work to analyzing the flips to everything so make sure you click on that and you're going to be able to also click right here and watch this next video that i put together and it's going to help you really understand this process even better so thank you all for watching and i'll catch you on the next one